Welcome to the Business Owner Transition with Mike Quinlan, where we bring you content to help you transition your business on your terms. Hi, everybody. It's Mike Quinlan back with you and just going to do a little bit of a recap of a interesting event that we had last night here in Atlanta. We hosted some uh, alumni of the Business Owner Transition Academy, uh, some current students at the Academy, and then a bunch of industry representatives from different consultancies and different areas of expertise. We had about 25 people and uh, had an opportunity to just have some cocktails and tell some stories and get to know each other a little bit and also roll out the new educational platform that we use in the Business Owner Transition Academy. And it was interesting last night because we, as we talked, we went through some of the interesting statistics and information that uh, business owners out there really are faced with and the challenges that they have to overcome to be successful in either growing their business to a level that makes it interesting for the investing public or in actually making that transition. And what I was trying to tell everybody is that mission of the academy is really to do three things. One is that the academy instructors work with business owners to increase the value of their transition. The second thing that we do is that we try to increase the probability that the transition will actually occur on the terms of the business owner. The third piece of what we do is the success piece. You know, it's terrible, but 75% of business owners who transition are profoundly unhappy with the fact that they sold their business. And part of our mission is to get our business owners in the 25%, make sure that they're happy with what they're doing next. So the fact is that every business is going to transition at some point. And the way that business owners are going to do it or they're going to plan for it. And that might mean selling it to a third party, transferring it to family or key employees, or they might even do an ESOP or an IPO or something like that. There's tons of unsolicited offers out there flying around. There's about $2 trillion worth of liquidity in search of good companies out there. They could die or become disabled, which is always a real issue for businesses that haven't fully prepared. You know, the last thing is they could just liquidate or close their doors. And I think that what I'm trying to get to here is that the theme is that if business owners have not sat down, worked hard to prepare their company, then in any of these cases, they're going to leave money on the table. As a matter of fact, I worked with a company up in Ohio that uh, was a legal firm. The advisor had called me in to come in and take a look at it because the owners were going to close the doors. I took a M&A professional who had some specialized area of expertise in service firms like that. And we went up there and we talked to the owners. And after several hours of talking with them and looking at their financial statements and understanding what their business plan was, the M&A professional that I was with said, you know, this business is probably worth about $20 million. And I think that I know 
at least one other firm that might be interested in this company. So had those people just gone through with their plan, they would have been missing out on about $20 million worth of value in their company. So it's kind of that level of not knowing what you don't know. And part of what we do in the academy is we try to get people to move up at least one level. So if you think about the levels of knowledge, it's, I don't know what I don't know. The next level up is, I know what I don't know. The next level up is, I know what I'm supposed to do, but I don't have the time or the expertise to be able to prepare to do it. And then the last level is, I know what I need to do and I can do it. So with the academy, we get people generally showing up at the academy in one of the first three areas. And if we can take them up one level, then we've done a really good job. So we talked a little bit about that, and then we got really into some of the statistics. And unfortunately, there's about 6 million privately held businesses out there that represent about $15 trillion in wealth. Approximately 20 to 30% of those businesses will successfully transition. 79% of owners want to transition within the next 10 years, so that's a massive amount of money that's in motion. 80% of owners believe that a successful exit will result from the planning and strategies that they implement. But the funny part of it is, is that 70% of business owners, they report little planning and 42% none at all. So there's lots of opportunity out there. There are few business owners that are actually planning for this. And the mission of the academy is just to help them do that, is to help them be able to prepare so that they can increase the value of their transition and they can also increase the probability that's going to actually occur. And then lastly, that they'll be happy that they actually did the transition afterwards. Why don't business owners have a plan? Well, again, more statistics, right? So 37% say that they're going to exit when they're ready to exit. So what does that sound like, right? It sounds like the easy button. They're going to press the easy button. They're going to be gone when they're gone. And I spoke with a couple of people last night at the, at the social, and they said, yeah, you know, this is one of the major problems that we have is that we'll sit down, we'll talk to a business owner, we'll start taking a look at their company. They want to hustle up and transition, but they still have due diligence items that they need to prepare for. And so now we're trying to create or conduct a sales process and they're in there trying to fix things and, you know, left under their own devices. That's an incredibly difficult thing to do and be able to keep their eye on the ball in terms of, of meeting revenue targets throughout that process. The easy button issue is not so easy. And 31% of business owners say, Hey, look, you know, I've got other things to do. It's not going to be a problem for me to sell my business. So when I'm ready, I'm going to do it. 26% believe that there's no obstacle to executing, uh, or to, I'm sorry, to exiting my business. So I'm not really going to worry about it at this point. And then, um, 28% say, yeah, you know, I've got a plan, but it's not documented. And oh, by the way, I haven't really communicated it to my employees or to my family. And that can be a major problem. You know, I sat down about three months ago with a couple and the patriarch of the company was talking to me about his transition. His wife was sitting there next to me 
And he started talking about his daughter who was going to take over the business. She was the operating officer of the company, and he was going to transition to her. And his wife turned to him with this look on her face, and I am going, "Uh uh-oh, what's going to happen next? And she said to him, hey, look, she does not want to take this company over. She and her husband have just purchased two houses, and they're going to start flipping homes so that they can be at, at their home with their children more than working in this business. And he looked at her like he had just been struck with a brick. And so at that moment, his whole exit path had changed. Again, this goes to this, oh yeah, I've got a plan, but uh, nobody else knows about the plan. So how do we get started with business owners? What are the things that need to have to happen so that a business owner can start that process of getting ready? And first thing I always tell them, there's three big questions that we have to discuss. The first one is, how much money do I need net after the transaction. So that's after fees, it's after paying taxes, it's after paying off debt. And what is that real number? And people will tell me a number and most often they're wrong. And the reason typically they're they're wrong is that they've not done any significant post-transaction cash flow planning. And as a matter of fact, you know, the statistics show that because only 52% of business owners uh, have have a financial plan. And I would probably say that based on my experience of looking at business owner financial plans, that that number is probably overinflated. They have taken a, a look at some things, but really not done intensive cash flow planning post-transaction. The other thing that is a problem is that business owners really don't know what their business is worth. And, you know, I've seen statistics out there from 2% to 22% of business owners have actually completed a business valuation of some sort. And that is really difficult because when I talk with M&A professionals, most of them say, yes, you know what, my, my number one problem with getting ready to sell a business is that the business owner thinks that their company is worth two times more than it actually is. So it's an overinflated view of what the company is actually worth. So you take the combination of this overinflated view of what my company's worth and this understatement of what they might actually need. And now you're really causing problems and getting people into the 75%. Remember, our third thing that we're trying to do here is keep people out of the 75% and get them into the 25%. We want them happy a year after they did their transition so that they can go on with their life. So the second big question now is, who do I want to sell my company to? As we just talked about, exit paths change. You know, you've got this guy that it wants to turn this company over to his daughter, and then he finds out that his daughter's not interested. It's critical that we treat these internal transactions more like external transactions, so that we make sure that everybody is in. The third major question is, when do I want to sell my company? And sometimes, well, pretty often, it is dictated by the first two things. You know, um, we have to think about the economy. We got to think about uh, government policies. We got to think about what's the competitive set that I'm dealing with inside my industry. And how do all of those things impact my real timeline? 
And speaking of timeline, it is incredibly important for business owners to actually define a timeline. Because without defining the timeline, it does not provide any accountability measures for actually building the business, preparing the business, and then executing the transition plan. So three big questions, incredibly important. You know, actually, if a business owner is not willing to sit down and really think about those things, then it's very difficult for our advisors to actually work with them. So what are the ingredients of a successful exit? Well, the first is time. The more time we have to work with, the better we are at being able to identify areas that need to be cleaned up or identify various opportunities that can be either enacted upon or at least uh, codified in writing in a growth plan that we can make sure that the M&A guys have as they market the company. Additionally, people think an internal transaction is actually faster than an external. The reality is, is that that's not true. It takes much longer to do an internal transition especially if you've not had the intent to do that. And if you did have the intent, if you have not actually put in place management improvement programs, if you haven't started transferring relationships from the owner, if you haven't institutionalized the rest of the team. So time is is critical. A group of experienced advisors around the owner to help is, is very important. And ultimately, if cash flow is extremely important, if you don't have cash flow, then it's really difficult to transition your business either internally or externally. The strong quality of business, or what we refer to as de risking future cash flows, if that is not in place, then it makes it tough to, to transition the business. Projections are really good. We like to look at five year projections for a business so that we can see what future business plans look like, what the owner's perspective on the future really is. The I'm Good Checklist. I'm Good Checklist is uh, something that you'll hear on this podcast often. You know, I'm an aviator, so hey, aviators always have checklists. And this is one that I developed a while back. I is for increasing cash flow. M is for institutionalizing management. G is for growth planning and a documented growth plan. The first O is for optimized financial statements. The second O is for documentation of operations. And the last D is for diverse customer base. And there'll be times that we're going to be talking about all of those various issues on this podcast. Written exit plan, absolutely something that you should do. The owner clearly a identifying and understanding what the objectives are for the future is critical. And we'll talk about that as we, as we talk about success formulas. Answering the three big questions that I referred to earlier are very, very important. As a matter of fact, they are so critical that if the owner's not willing to do it, then they're really not ready to transact. We take strategy, you know, the, the exit strategy, and we turn it into a process. The process is a five-phase process that runs from assessment of the owner and the business to codifying recommendations and putting together a timeline for recommendation implementation or in value driver building, which is phase three. 
Phase three is about coaching and mentoring and growing the various value drivers that are associated with the business. Phase four is the tail transition phase. And so we're working at that point, coordinating attorneys, coordinating the M&A guys, or if it's an internal transaction, we're working with the management team. We're working with the successors to try to make sure that they're staying on track with their improvement programs and that relationships are being transitioned from the owner to the next generation. And then we get into phase five, which is that post-transaction implementation phase where we're taking a look at charitable strategies for implementation that have been built earlier in the process estate planning strategies that have been built earlier in the process, and even investment strategies with the various investment advisors. As we spoke last night to all of these advisors out there, it was interesting to hear their stories about how they've worked with business owners. At various times, they will talk about people getting confused and also about conflicting strategies that one advisor may have versus another. So what we do at the academy, we try to mitigate that confusion and that uncertainty of the owner by simply taking the owner out of the center of the circle of all those advisors. We make them the CEO of the process. The exit advisor, the Taboda team, we step in the middle of the group. We coordinate the best thinking of all of the advisors. We speak the language. Because we speak the language and we understand the strategies, we can synthesize this information into an acceptable format that the owner can digest and make decisions from. You, as you're working in your company and you've got your management team or you know, you've got your family that's helping you, you essentially are getting the same kind of information from them. You're getting information. You're also getting broad situations where you have to make a decision. So why do we want to change that in this exit process? Why do we want to sit in the middle of all of these different people, have them separately give us information, and then try to parse it and understand it? And most of the time what happens is we become overwhelmed with it, and that leads to inactivity. And because we're inactive, we just kind of move along and we never move ahead. Getting owners out of the center of the circle is incredibly important. The ability to successfully transact is largely predicated upon the readiness, the mental readiness of the owner to move forward. You know, yeah, there's always going to be problems with a company. There's going to be potentially kind of environmental, right? The economics, and it could be the competitive set. It could be those other things that I talked about earlier. But most often when deals fail, it's because the owner really is not ready. You know, the terrible statistic out there is that, you know, first of all, we talked about only 20 to 30% actually transact, but over 50% after the letter of intent, the LOI stage, fail. And sometimes that is because the owner has changed their mind or has come to understand something that they should have understood much, much earlier. And I've got a little simple formula for this, right? It's, it's uh, the successful transaction equals process times vision times desire. Process is that kind of stuff that all the advisors do. 
And, you know, what are the CPAs doing? What are the M&A team doing? What are the attorneys doing? The most difficult part there is the expectations of the owner and the owner understanding what they're doing, why they're paying them for what they're doing, and what information that they need to be able to do it. The vision piece is difficult because the vision piece kind of grows out of that three big questions that we talked about earlier. It has to do with stuff like, how much money do I need? What are my employees going to do? How are they going to be treated when we get into this new environment, when we have a new owner? What's my legacy going to be? I one time had an owner tell me, he stood up in front of his desk and he said to me, Mike, in this industry, I am Batman. I'm a mover and a shaker. I looked at him and I said, you're not ready to sell your company yet. And he wasn't. He was not ready. Now, a couple of years later, he, he was ready. And he did very, very well on his transition. But at the time, had he tried to go through with that deal or go through with a deal, it's likely he would have been a 75 percenter. And again, we're trying to get you in the 25 percent. So clearly looking at and deliberately looking at all of these elements of vision are part of what we do at the academy to make sure either in the education side of the academy or in the consulting side of the academy that when we're working with students or clients, they have this clear in their mind as they move forward. Last piece is desire. Desire is, is everybody comes at the beginning and they're really hot to move forward on a transition or a transaction until they start working through it and they start going through the process piece. They start understanding what the vision piece is and then they may or may not have the same desire to move forward. So it's critical that these elements are looked at early so that we can make sure that the team is negotiating the appropriate structures on a transition to make sure that the owner has uh, disconnected enough from the business that they're ready to move forward and that everybody that is involved, both, you know, the buyer, the seller, the advisors are all in the right frame of mind to move forward. So lots of other barriers to success. And uh, last night we talked about many of those. I think probably emotion is one of the key barriers to success. We'll talk more about that in other podcasts and we'll hear stories about emotion and, and what owners did and how they feel about the process and what they went through. If you listen to the first two podcasts in our series that you heard from Michael and he talked about the emotional roller coaster was a terminology that he used. And that's the way it is. It's tough to overcome. You got to have somebody that you can talk to. People love to call me like at nine o'clock at night and say, Hey, Mike, we're, you know, this is what happened today. And how do I handle this? Or they just want to talk and vent. So it is uh, critical to have people that can do that with you. Again, last night's event was an opportunity for, for us to tell stories and to get to know each other and for some of those owners that are involved in the current academy to listen to some of this stuff and and to kind of break that down and see how they feel about these things. Again, for students that we had that are many years out from making a transition but are doing the right thing by working on their business early with the goal of being able to either transition it externally, internally, they probably don't know yet what they're going to do, but that's okay because the elements that we teach 
are all the same for any kind of exit that they may try to affect. We had a great time last night. We, we do these regularly, and I appreciate you listening to me today, and I hope that you'll go to theowneracademy.com and take a look at the website and take a look at the up, upcoming courses that are going to be offered. Again, our current course is starting tomorrow, so we're really jacked up and ready to do that. Until next time, it's Mike Quinlan, and we will talk to you soon.